Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov. I'm Wendy Cherry, your host, and I am here rolling solo in the sanctuary today. And that's cool. I could do it myself. So what we're going to talk about is the importance of detoxification. So now detoxification, um, what we know about it is that it is super popular now. Everybody's been talking about it. I think for like the last 15, however many years, people have been talking about detoxification. But with the internet and with all these new products out, you'll hear it even more. So you'll see people talking about, get this green juice for 40 days and you will be able to detox. You'll hear people talking about, um, just take this pill or, um, do this rap or go to the gym and sweat and do all different types of things. Um, and that's what the idea of detoxification is. So what I kind of want to do is break down really what detoxification is, why it is important for our bodies, and then kind of go through, hey Cole, kind of go through some of the bodily functions so that you will be able to understand um, why the body needs detox, why it's important, but then even more how you can harness the um, benefits of it and then do it in a way that makes sense for your body. So I just want to give you the standard um, definition of what a detox is. So detox detoxification is. Okay. So it is the metabolic process by which toxins are changed into less toxic or more readily excretable substances. So for those of you who are um, on the radio, listening on the radio or, or even here on Facebook live, eventually, I want to say off the break, get a pen and a paper because you will probably want to take notes um, because it's probably a lot of information and we have an, I have an hour to share it with you. Um, but then also to support what I'm talking about, I have created a free detox guide. So it's like an infograph and it basically just talks about the importance of detoxification. And so I'm holding up a photo here now. And then it also gives you, I'm just gonna go through five things about detoxification. Um, there are so many and everybody's body is different, which um, makes detoxification even a little more, um, it can be a little more tricky at times. So again, detoxification is the metabolic process by which toxins are changed into less toxic or more readily excretable substances. So we've been hearing about green juice and all these different things. Here is something to consider. Everybody's body is different. And we call that uh, bio-individuality. So your body um, works based on the primary thing is how you were when you were in your mom's womb, how her state of mind was, how her state of being was, her state of health, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. That's science that they're really just starting to talk about and to explore more now, but that's really set the tone for how you flow in the world. Um, and so if your mom was smoking, if your mom was taking drugs, if she was doing her own green juices and eating lots of healthy fruit and vegetables, 
and lived somewhere where there weren't a lot of toxins or was very happy that you were in her belly, then you probably had a better go of it. Um, so toxins are a few different things. And as we are moving into this n newer modern society in 2019, we have created man-made toxins that have never ever existed in the world before. And so they are now, um, uh, you know, impacting our bodies in ways that the human body has never ever been impacted before. So we have evolved as hunter gatherers from Africa. Every human being come is, comes from Africa. And so the way that our body has evolved, it takes a few thousand years for the body to actually change and do something different called evolution, right? So we change and we grow to adapt to our environment. And then there have been situations in the past where the, the earth reacted in a certain way and the inhabitants of the earth were not able to sustain their health and their well-being, and so then they died. So that could be something you could think about, like the dinosaurs, that happened to them. People, um, some of the original people, it happened to them where they weren't able to sustain um, based on the weather, based on the food or lack thereof, based on if they had any diseases, um, and based on lots of different things. So then they were able to adapt, so then they died off. But we are here, obviously, which means we were able to evolve and then the sick ones die off. And that's just kind of the natural cycle of life. So some of the toxins that we have been exposed to or that are, you know, out and about are um, bad food, bad air, um, pollution in the air. Um, the newer ones are um, genetically modified organisms. So that's food, that's um, the, the internet and Wi-Fi, electromagnetic frequency. Um, and then some of it also is the way that we manage stress. So if we don't manage our stress in a way that helps us to release some of the things that we're feeling, that also becomes a toxin. So no, everybody is different. If we take two separate people and we sit that like twins, so, so say we take twins, in the beginning, they are biologically the same. By the time they turn 70, they are two totally physiologically different people. And so you know how you see one twin that doesn't look as healthy as the other twin? Sometimes as they age, one might be heavier, one might be sadder. It just depends on what they have chosen to do for their life. And so that also has a lot to do with whether they are detoxing, whether they know it or not. Like we're always detoxing whether we know it or not. So um, the twins... One of them eats great food, one of them works out, one of them has a job that they love, one of them um, sleeps well, and then the other twin is stressed out, and because they're stressed out, they smoke cigarettes. And they smoke cigarettes because they don't like their boss. And then they don't like their boss, but they still have to stay there because then they're afraid that they don't have any money or that they leave the job that they won't have any money. So then they're on a cycle and they're on a cycle of toxicity. And then it keeps compounding and compounding. And then when it's time for bed at night, they're not able to sleep because they're so stressed out because they know they got to go to work tomorrow and repeat the cycle. That creates toxins. So you have two twins, you have a set of twins, and they are experiencing life in a different way. And it all really depends on the choices that you make. Um, so I want to be clear when we're talking about detoxification, I want you to be careful of jumping on the green juice pill um, bandwagon because unless you have had your blood tested to know what the toxins are, then you have to be careful because you don't know what are actually in those, those pills and you don't know what, how your body will react. So let me give you some examples. I'm a 70s kid. I grew up. With a single as a um, with a single mom, and she won 
a, a microwave oven in 1960-something um, on a radio, on a TV show. It was the first of its kind. It wasn't even called a microwave oven. It was called a radar range, right? So she wins it. And then me growing up, I grew up with my food being microwaved. That was in the 70s. We also have an acre and a half of land. So our gardener would spray our, our um, grass and everything, you know, fertilizer, just the regular old fertilizer, right? And so that was in the 70s. Get to being 40 plus years old and I go to a, hol- a holistic doctor who then tests my um, biometrics. So she puts my hand on a mouse just like this and she reads my body. And, and then my mom was a smoker too. And then she says, did you grow up in a household that had smoke? I'm like, yep, check. She said, did you have the, the um, do you use the microwave? And at this point, this was like eight years ago, I was still using the microwave. And I said, yes. And then she said, I can see all of these different toxins in your body based on this report from the 70s. So these toxins that are in our body can be, um, can be contained there from the very moment that we're born. And so our bodies hold toxins in our fat cells. That's where the toxins come in and then they hide in there and then they stay in there unless you do something to shake up the fat cells and then to release the toxins. So that's sort of like what I was giving you, the metabolic process by which toxins are changed into less toxic or more readily excretable substances. So what you want to do is try to get it out. But the other thing is that, and I'm taking notes as I'm going, the other thing is that you don't want to just detox your whole body unless you're under... Um, some supervision because there is also what we call a healing crisis. You running around taking these green juices and these pills and following all of these um, different protocols that people are giving you. And if you haven't checked your blood and checked your own body to see what your levels are, to see what your hormones are at, to see where your endocrine system is, to see where your Um, estrogen and progesterone and see how your liver is even actually doing. Is your liver even actually able to handle all of this detoxification that can cause a problem? And they call it a healing crisis, but some people get super, super sick. So you have to be very careful. So that's my first little ringing of the alarm of being careful with jumping on the bandwagon. So let me tell you some more about the importance of detoxification. So again, if you go um, to my website, there's a link right here and you will get this free guide. It's free and it has the information and it says the importance of detoxification. Fact number one, due to poor quality food, air, water and lifestyle, there has been an increasing amount of toxicity over the last few decades. So on this show, I really want us to to understand that people aren't just doing things to us. In some cases they are, but in many cases, we have the opportunity to do something different. We have the opportunity to choose. And a lot of times the things that are happening to us is because of our lifestyle. So if we find ourselves in a certain situation, I always tell the clients that I work with to look in the mirror, one, and then look at your feet, two, because you created it. You you created it. You were a co-creator of getting you to where you are at that specific moment. So if you know you're not drinking good water, if you know you're not sleeping well, if you know you're not um, forgiving your the people in your family or your friends... And some of these things you're creating on your own. So it's very important to understand that. Another fact, hormone imbalances, obesity, mental fog, memory loss, fatigue, lack of vitality. I mean, I could go on. Metabolic syndrome, sleep disturbances are all manifestations of a toxic body. 
Now, I know you might say, I just can't sleep because I'm a night owl and then I have to watch my shows. So then I get into bed and then I can't sleep. Well, there may be some more to it. You can't remember what happened like 10 minutes ago. There may be something more to it. Um, you feel lethargic. As soon as you get in the house, you just want to chill. You don't want to do anything. You're used to hanging out and doing fun things with your friends and your family and your children and your, your partner. And you just don't feel like it. And it's more than you just don't kind of like feel like it. It's like, you know, you don't feel like it. And your body is not even allowing you to move to the next level or to do the next thing. As soon as you wake up in the morning, you're already tired. There may be something more to it. There may be some toxicity happening in your body that, you know, you should address. And then the third fact that I have is, when the body is detoxified, it can function more efficiently and gain its resilience back. So our bodies are superhuman machines. We have given the power to the internet and to our devices and to the phones and to the laptops and tablets, but our body is the, the natural um, computer. It is the natural way that we are able to process. It is the natural way that we're able to gather information. It's the natural way we connect with humans. It's the natural way we connect with spirit. It is the original Google, the original internet, the original laptop and tablet. And so when it's working at a pristine level, you can do anything. And when, it's, when the um, junk is out, then you're able to move and do things that you used to be able to do and maybe even do them better. So I know we know about our car and especially guys, they're like junk, junk gas. Like I remember my dad used to say, don't let your gas tank go behind, go lower than a half a tank because then you're just burning junk gas. That's what he used to tell me. So that's what he used to tell me. So I'm not sure if that's true, but it's the same thing that's happening within our bodies. If we're not detoxing and getting these things out, then we're working on junk. And so you think about it, you're putting junk in your body because you're not eating good food. You're putting junk in your body because you're not drinking good water. You're putting junk in your body because you're not sleeping. And then you letting people get on your nerves and then you really don't like your job. And then you hate sitting on the beltway. I live in DC, so if you're, I'm, we're, I'm thinking the beltway here. If you, if you don't like sitting on the beltway and all that traffic and then that causes you stress, then that's all toxicity. So let me just go through how the body works. I talked earlier about evolution, right? We have not evolved to being night owls. There's no such thing. We have not evolved to be working like a machine the way that the society is telling us we need to. So we had Puffy, so I'm a 70s, 80s baby, right? Puffy comes out and says, no sleep, sleep is for suckers, right? And then became the whole hustle and grind um, time frame, the whole hustle and grind era, that was some bull crap. And we believed it. Um, and then we got the multitasking uh, spirit too, right? Like do a whole bunch of different things at one time. That's not how it goes. And that too causes toxicity of the body. So just think about this. The body heals from 10 p.m. And this is where your notes come in. If you did get a piece of paper or even take some notes on your phone, the body has evolved only to heal between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Period, like my daughter says, point blank, period. That's it, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's the only time that your body has evolved up to this point, 2019, to be able to renew, regenerate, restore, and repair. The four R's, those are the things that your body does at night to be able to help you um, get rid of the toxins and go to the next level. So now let's think about in the earlier part of the century before we had such bad water, food, air, and all these different things going on. If you think about it, think about your oldest memory of your oldest um, relative. 
So whether it was your great, great, great grandmother or your great, great aunt or just whoever was the oldest that you were around, you know they would be up early as heck, right? And then you know that they would be going to bed real early too. So for those of us like myself who are um, 70s babies, the TV still, we were we are pre um, 100% um, percent of the time news cycle, 24 hours. We are pre, um, stuff is available at any time, all the time. We are pre those things. So we remember going to bed um, at a certain time. We remember um, the old people, you know, cooked all their food. They didn't use the microwave. We remember those things. And so those are the things that we want to get back to because those were the ways to keep our body healthy. When it was dark, everybody was asleep. When it was light, they used the long days of the summer and spring to be able to get stuff done. And then when we're like we are now, when it's dark early, they still maximize their time, but still they were asleep. And so now that we are on the 24 hour cycle, we just pushing it and pushing it. And we can go to Walmart at three o'clock in the morning, even though because it's open, we know that we can do this grocery run and so nobody's in the grocery store at like one o'clock in the morning. We know that we have access to anything. We could even get on Amazon and shop and just get everything brought to us, but we're not sleeping during those times. Then the other thing is, let's, let's reverse engineer it. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is when the body heals. Reverse engineer, but the body only heals if your food is digested. Digestion is the number one energy zapper of how the body works. If your food is not digested, the body cannot start the four R's, repair, renew, rejuvenate, and restore. It cannot do it. And so you know how long it takes to digest food? Two hours at the least. That's, that's a very short window. So if you reverse engineer, if we're healing and doing all those things at 10 p.m., you got to push back two hours to 8 p.m. That really technically should be our last meal, right? But we starting our um, dinner reservations at like 7.30, 8 o'clock. So that doesn't work. And then moving forward to that, moving even away from that, uh your digestion begins the first time you see the food and then you get the little salty taste in your mouth and you know it and you get excited because if it's something that you really like, you hyped, right? And then your mouth gets the little juicy juice and then that is the beginning of the, of the digestion process. You put your food in your mouth and then you chew it. Now, so this is the other thing with toxins because we have forgotten how to chew our food. You really are supposed to feed, chew your food at least 40 times before swallowing it. I do it sometimes, and I know y'all probably don't do it none of the time, but if you're going to be taking notes, please write that down. You should take your food in and chew it at least 40 times before you swallow because then that helps with digestion, which then helps with your body doing its natural process of detoxification. So think about yourself. You're sitting in front of the TV and you're forking in the food. You don't taste it. You don't taste any of the spices or any of the goodness of it. And then you're probably talking and then you're probably drinking something with it too. So... One of the tips I'd like to share and something for you to consider is before you decide to eat your food, drink some water first and then give yourself about a half hour to then eat your food and then have it done by eight o'clock and then consider trying to go to bed around 10-ish. And I say that because the body cannot repair, restore, rejuvenate, or renew, or anything unless you are asleep. So how many of us really are asleep at 10 o'clock? Um, if I'm watching Queen Sugar or, you know, Issa or whoever's on, then I ain't sleep. 
So I know that I have to like d rely on my DVR better so that I can know that I'm getting the sleep that I need so that my body can do its natural processes. And so your body cannot do those processes if you're awake. And so now I have a glass here, I have a cup here, it's full. So think about you wake up and it's empty, right? In the morning, you get up, you're drinking, you're going to you're eating, um, you're going to sit in the beltway to get to work. Then you get there and you're like, eh, I ain't really that happy, but I got to get this money. So I'm going to stay here and suck up. And then when the um, when your boss comes over, you, you get stressed out and then you're feeling stressed out. And then they calling you into meetings and you side eyeing with your friends. And then it's like a lot of stress. Then you go back home and then you got to get the kids something to eat because you forgot to take the chicken out of the freezer. And then y'all run to the to the curry out right quick and you go get something and then you come back and it's not really that good. And then y'all are sitting in front of the TV and you do it every day or at least three or four times a week. And so then it is filling up and filling up and filling up. And then you don't go to bed at 10 o'clock. And so then your body can't renew, repair, restore, rejuvenate. So now it's full. So then every day is full and then what happens to a glass once it gets too full? It begins to overflow. And what the overflow is, is what we now know as autoimmune issues, diseases, dis-ease, dis-ease of the body. Those are cancer, MS, lupus, um, all different types of things. And we don't even have to go that far because if you remember, like I told you, hormone imbalances obesity, mental fog, memory loss. Those are the things that happen when we don't let our bodies do its natural process. We think because we're a big city and we've come to 2019 and we have all these apps and we have all this access that we can trick our bodies into doing things um, or make it or, or make it do the things that we want it to do when technically we are not created that way. We haven't evolved past just where we are as being normal human beings with feelings and emotions and spirits. And we have to do certain things a certain way to be optimal. So I want to go through some of the things that are in this guide. And like I said, the guide is right here in the box. You can download the guide for yourself, share it with your family so that they don't think you're crazy. Um, here are the five ways that I have found. Now, there are plenty. And again, bio-individuality based on how you grew up, based on what you do, based on how you were in your mom's womb. These things, um, there's lots of them. But I think these things, these five that I'm going to share with you are universal and anybody can do them. And for the most part, they're free to like under $10 to be able to do, okay? So number one, the number one way to really detoxify your body, because um, we're talking emotional, spiritual, physical, and then also nutritional, because everything I do is based on nourishment and nutrition in whatever form it takes. Journaling. Now, how easy is that? You could just get a random old piece of paper and start writing. Or you can go to, like I call them the playground, Ross, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and get a beautiful journal, beautiful, however you want it to look. You can get it leather bound so that it looks masculine, or you can get it to look however you want it to look. But writing down your emotions, because I know a lot of times, many times, many times, women have girlfriends or family members that they are willing to share their feelings with. So they get it up and out. So again, what are we talking about? The metabolic process by which toxins are changed into less toxic or more readily excretable substances. Me holding something in and feeling stressed out about it makes my, makes my, um, my system go on to flight or fight or flight. Um, and then cortisol starts to pump out. It's from your adrenal glands. It's just one of your um, hormones. And it's there to protect you. It's doing its job. So back in ancestral times, 
the we were thinking that something was chasing us. So now black people didn't come from caves. I just want to dispel that myth. If you've ever heard it, we come from the sun. So we may have had some animals that were chasing us. And what happens is your body's like, oh snap, I gotta protect myself. So then your bodily fluids stop, like you can't go to the bathroom and your feet get to running and your mind starts to thinking about where can I run, where can I go, where can I hide, right? And then it happens, you have your emotional release cause you ran and then you're good. And then you can go on about your life. That is not what happens in um, modern society. In modern society, let's think the same situation where the animal is chasing us is not the animal chasing us. It is the cell phone going off. So we hear that ding and then we're already like, uh, what's that? Then the phone is ringing. But then we also see these 10 emails that we have not answered and then they were ready to be answered and then there's deadlines on them and you didn't eat yet. So then you're feeling a little hungry. So then you're like, huh? So that's a lot of stress. That's a lot of stuff going into the body at one time. That ain't the bear but it, or the lion, but it still has the same reaction. So now your body is stressed out because you know you want to read that email. You know you want to read that text. You know that they're waiting for you to um, give this information by a certain time, but then you still didn't eat yet. So then now your um, cortisol level rises because it's there to protect you. It puts you into fight or flight. But because you do nothing but sit and look at the email, uh, look at the text, and then give the people what they want on this report, you stay at your desk and your body doesn't move. So you don't get to have what is called an emotional release. You don't get to process the, the, um, the cortisol and the fight or flight response. You don't get to move it through. And so it stays stagnant and that is also another toxin. And that happens all the time, every day in our modern society. So, it is supposed to be that you're supposed to cry. That's a release. It is supposed to be that you can yell if you want to, just watch who you talking to, right? It can also be that you stomp your feet. It can also be that you walk out the door and slam it and go for a walk or I've got to go for a drive. Those things are normal things to help the energy pass. And when you don't do them and you remain silent and then you stuff it down and it happens day after day and week after week, month after month, year after year, decade after decade, what happens? Super toxicity. And so when you start to understand that and understand that the body is all mind, body and spirit, and that it's all tied together and that, you know, there are ways that you can help to mitigate some of that thing, some of those things, then you can make different choices. So the goal is to get it up and out. You want to get it out. Excretion of substances. Okay. Journaling is one of those. I did a whole roundabout to get back to there, but journaling is one of those things. Here is a fact about journaling. It optimizes our creative potential. It accelerates our ability to manifest our goals. It creates a springboard for daily recovery and it generates clarity and clears our emotions. Now, who thought that you sitting down, writing a little bit of something in a notebook every night or every morning or both could have this much of a benefit? And again, for those who are just coming in, this is the, uh, the detox infograph guide is free. It's right on my website. The link is right there. Check it out so that you, you know, you can remember some of these things. So now I started journaling in 1978. My mom gave me a journal for Christmas and she said, sit down every night or whatever and write down about what happened for the day. So, you know, I'm eight. So I'm writing down, I saw so-and-so at the mall, we was at the skating rink and we had fun and whatever boy I was peeping at around this time, right? But then as I got older, you know, through high school and then through college and then through my adult life, I have been able to sit and write these things down. So let me give you a few tips on how I do it. 
in the morning, I just write, thank you. Because part of it is one of the biggest um, ways to detox is um, using vitamin G. And the G stands for gratitude. So I just give thanks when I wake up in the morning. So even if you have never been a journaler, even if you've never written anything down, that's one thing you can do when you open up the journal is just say thank you, right? And then also your eyes are open and you've got the wits to be able to write and you got your cute journal from Marshall. So then you can be like, wow, I'm alive, I'm here. And then I always ask spirit to help me for the day. I say, help me. So my first three words on the first line of every single journal entry I do are thank you, help me, and wow. I start there. And then I just go and talk about whatever happened, whatever I'm thinking about for the day or whatever I was thinking about, right? And then at night, if you are one of those night owls, you can start writing what happened that day. And so you can be like, um, you know, I had a great day at work today. We we had a party for so-and-so who's leaving. Um, we got this uh, project done under budget, you know, within the time frame. My boss is happy or you're the boss and your employees are knocking it out of the box and you guys are just, you know, really feeling good and there's a good energy there. You can be like, my partner bought me my favorite butter chicken from the Indian restaurant today. And we sat in front of the TV like we hadn't done in a long time and we just had a good old time. Or whatever it is, write that down in your diet. You're just kind of documenting what happened. You're getting it up and out so that when it's time to close your eyes, you won't be up um, thinking about those things. They have already been up and they've been documented and then you should be able to sleep more peacefully. So that's, that's a, you know, one is journaling. Number two is a restful sleep. So you see how it's all tied together? So restful sleep improves concentration and productivity. And who don't need that? Maximizes athletic performance, okay? Decreases risk of heart disease and stroke and improves immunity, it also affects social and emotional interaction. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the thumbs up. And wearing an eye mask supports an even deeper sleep. So the best environment for us to sleep in is something that is dark and a little chilly. Now, I never used to believe that because I'm always cold and I always wanted to be toasty warm. But what I started to keep my room a little cooler and I have a little eye mask. Again, go to the playground and get you those little eye masks. They got them all over. They got masculine ones and feminine ones, but it helps block out the light. And so it allows me to sleep more deeply. And sometimes when I'll pop that little eye open thing, I'm like, oh my God, the sun is up. I didn't even know I was knocked out. It's because I was having a restful sleep. So. A restful sleep again improves concentration and productivity. So that's still the hustle grind. It's just the hustle grind in a different way. It's just in a more sustainable and healthy way is this hustle and grind concentration and productivity because you don't need to hustle and grind if you're concentrating because when you're concentrating, then you're producing, right? Heart disease is the killer in the, in the, really in the world. So it helps decrease the risk of heart disease and stroke, and it include and it and it helps your immunity. So now, when you have a toxic system, your immune system is jacked up, and your body cannot fight the things that come into your system because it's suppressed. Your immune system is suppressed. These not sleeping, not eating well, not managing your stress. These are all things that um, can suppress your immune system. So you have to really be careful. You know, I'm flying out on th um, this weekend to go hang out with some friends, right? I'm popping some vitamin C because I already know being inside of a container, an airplane, with all them coughing people and them crying babies and who knows what's on the, what's on the seats and in them chairs, I'm getting my immune system strong enough 
to be able to withstand whatever it is. Heck, it's cough and flu season right now. It's the winter here in the Northeast. So, so I, um, I'm trying to prepare myself, trying to get some extra sleep. I'm trying to make sure that my immune system is strong enough for me to withstand these things so that when I'm traveling, then I feel better. And I'm gonna wear my eye mask on the plane and I'm gonna try to sleep too. So um, that's two. So one is journaling and two is restful sleep. And they're not in any order. It's just how I'm going down the list. The other thing is our skin is the number one way for us to detox our bodies. It is the number one organ and it has the little holes in it, the pores that we call them. And that's where the sweat comes. So you ever been to the gym or just been and walked around the track or just been outside when it's hot and you get a good sweat going on? Never like think that's a bad thing. It's because you're able to, what did we say? Excrete substances more readily available. That's what you wanna do. So a way to do that is to take a sea salt bath. Sea salt and clay, that's what you can do. And so that naturally helps us build up a strong immune system to fight off the cold virus, the fever and flu, allergies, and other autoimmune issues. So this is how I do mine. I have a tub, thank goodness I have a tub at my house. If you don't have a tub, there are other ways to sweat. This is what I do. I run the water as hot as I can stand it. And you know, everybody's elder has some Epsom salt in their bathroom, right? I pour like a whole rack of Epsom salt in the tub and I let the water just get really, really hot. I also put in um, olive oil to make the water soft, but then I also put in an essential oil or a few. It just depends on what I'm feeling. If I'm trying to go to sleep, then I'll put in a little lavender. I always put in frankincense because that just helps the body um, heal in a way that um, many other substances don't. Frankincense is super important and you can Google that on your own. But I put that in the water and I put, you do not put essential oils in water or in anything on any part of your body without a carrier. The oil is the carrier. And then if it's in the, um, the tub, it can just evaporate and we don't want that. We want to hold in the moisture and hold in the power of the essential oil. So that's what I put in my tub. And then sometimes just depending on what I have, I might put some herbs in there. It just depends on what I have. And then I'll get in and that joint is hot, but I suck it up and then I just get in. And then I sit in there for 30 minutes, the optimal time to sit in the tub and to um, you know, get the benefits of a good detox and a good sweat is 30 minutes, depending if your water's good and hot, okay? And that's something you can do in the morning or at night, it just depends, but it helps you rest. So let's talk about wanting to be able to rest better, maybe try it at night, because ain't nobody really got time in the morning unless you just have your own schedule in the morning. Do it at night, put the babies in the bed or tell the big kids, I'm about to take this bath, don't bother me, right? You go in there and relax. You can take a book, you can do candles. I mean, I do all those things, I do candles. I actually, the essential oils smell good, but sometimes I bring my diffuser in there and I let it just go. And then I have the lights off and then I have my salt rock lamp. They got a rack of them at Marshall's too, a salt rock lamp. And I put it in there and I let that nice amber flow just go through the bathroom. Now I don't have a fancy bathroom. I share it with Sydney. So I just gotta get in where I can fit in. But I go in there and then I just relax. Sometimes I put on good music. Sometimes I listen to a lecture. It just depends on what I'm feeling, but I am detoxing and I'm relaxing. So try that. If you do not have a tub, if you go to the gym, why not try going to the sauna or the steam room? I do that as well. I actually try to go to the steam room almost every day. Those types of things and sweating, you can do that every day because if you remember... If our, if our cups are so full, we need to do every single thing we can every single day to help to get the toxins to be more readily available to be excreted, okay? So 
get your little bathing suit or you can go in there in the nude um get your little towel because the other little ladies that's in there they don't care they can be in there wrinkly as i don't know what but they will be in there proud and getting their sweat on so you just have to figure out what's comfortable for you yeah we know you just got your hair done wrap that joint up and go sit in the uh in the sauna or the steam room and enjoy a good sweat the steam room gets super hot I can only stand it for maybe like seven or eight minutes and then I run out and then I take a cold shower and it took a lot to get used to, but I do it. I just get in the cold shower and then I run back into the steam room. So it's that hot, cold, hot, cold, and it helps really with the immune system and it helps to um, keep you, keep your immune system really, you know, really strong and, and helps to support you from being sick. Okay. So that is your skin, sea salt. Go to go to CVS, go on Amazon, wherever you get it. I get a 19 bag, 19 pound bag of sea salt, of Epsom salt. Um, and that's what I do there. OK, so journaling, restful sleep, sea salt or clay bath. OK, and then exfoliation again with the skin. Exfoliation along with sea salts helps remove dead skin particles tone up the skin tissue and encourages blood circulation and promotes skin renewal. Now that's a lot for some exfoliation. So you know those little gloves that you that you see at all like at the playground, you can get those gloves and you can that's what I use to um wash. That's what I use to shower and to take my baths. I moved away from just the washcloth and I use that because I want to be able to get the dead skin cells off of my body because when the dead skin cells are on, they are blocking my pores. So I want them to be free. So that's what I use. I use an exfoliation. They got loofahs, they got gloves, they got all types of things. You can do your back. They have all types of things. It just depends on what makes you the most comfortable um, to do it. Now, I'm saying the sea salt is probably like $10, 3 to $5, $6 at Giant, depending on where you go. The exfoliation gloves could be $3.99. You go to Bed Bath & Beyond. I mean, there are so many different places where you can get these things, and they will help you to detox. So now the last one that I'm using, now, like again, there's a rack of them. I'm just doing three. The cheapest ones and the easiest ones are tongue scrapers. So... Think about, you went to sleep on time, your body was able to renew, repair, rejuvenate, and restore, okay? Think about an ice skating rink, and everybody's skating, and all the ice is getting to be kind of like messed up on the ice. It's getting to be like flakes, right? What do they do? They kick y'all off, and then they bring the trucks in, the truck goes on, it cleans it all the way off, and it looks like glass. It looks like a mirror, it's beautiful. And then we come back on and then we, we do it again. Think about that is your body and your immune system and your systems in your body. That it, that's the job that it does, just like the truck, when you sleep at night. So now it has to go somewhere. So usually when you first wake up in the morning, what do you have to do? Go to the bathroom. One, that's a way to detox because your lymph nodes were flushing, your brain was flushing, your heart was doing its job. Think about a construction site where every person has their own job. That is what your organs have. Your organs have its own job. The heart knows what to do. The liver knows what to do. The kidneys know what to do. The skin knows what to do. The fluids know what to do. And isn't it amazing that we didn't have to have a meeting about it? We didn't have to put a timer on it. We didn't have to put it on our to-do list. It just happens. The body is amazing. And the body actually can heal itself. So this is part of the, the things that I'm talking about when you get wrapped up into getting on a regimen. I'm not knocking regimens of buying things, but I just want you to think about it so that you don't get um, trapped into anything. And I have 10 minutes, so I'm gonna go pretty quickly. Um, a regimen of buying some pills, a regimen of getting on somebody's juicing plan, 
what happens is you're going to have to keep doing it. And so if you learn ways to be able to allow your body to heal, this is sort of like a mantra, given the right rest, the right food, the right air, the right water, and the right relationships, your body can pretty much heal itself if you give it rest and you allow it to do its natural process. So in nature, when an animal is hurt, the animal goes deeper into the forest and it goes to sleep. And then the body will heal itself. What dog, what cat, what other animal have you ever seen on its own say, yo, can you take me to the vet? None. They will always try to get away from you and get away from us humans, and they will always try to go find a quiet place so that they can just rest. Because when you sleep, the four R's, repair, renew, restore, rejuvenate. And I know it sounds like redundant, but it ain't that hard. It actually is pretty simple. And that's what I want you to know. Like I want you to know that it has, it can be simple. It does not have to be hard. It does not have to be so regimented. It doesn't have to be so harsh unless you already find yourself sick and you are following a protocol that your doctors or somebody has prescribed for you for a short amount of time. Anytime somebody tells you you have to be on something for the rest of your life, you might want to side-eye them and get another opinion because that is not necessarily true. Sometimes you need that triage where you just need those pills or you just need that level of care for a short amount of time. But for the most part, with the right rest, water, relationships, food, and all those things, your body is created. Our bodies are created to heal and repair and restore them itself, okay? So just know that. So you slept, the toxins are ready to be released because they are now in a more excretable substance. And what happens when you wake up in the morning, you go to the bathroom, but what also happens is you taste that sticky film in your mouth. It's, you know, it's your breath. And it's the toxins that have then landed and absorbed onto the tongue. So like, have this visual. You step out of bed and the carpet is wet and you step in wet carpet. That's what your tongue is. It's a wet carpet full of toxins. So my number five and last thing is tongue scraping. Um, so we got journaling one, restful sleep, sea salt bath, exfoliation, and then the tongue scraping. So I'm gonna read from my little handy dandy infograph here. Your tongue is like a wet carpet, like I just said, full of toxins. During our sleep, the digestive system remains awake, removing toxins from our body by depositing them onto the surface of our tongue. If we don't scrape away these toxins, they get reabsorbed into the body and can lead to respiratory difficulties, digestive problems, and a compromised immune system. Tongue scraping should be done on a regular basis in the morning upon waking up and on an empty stomach. So every morning when you first wake up, consider brushing your teeth and using a tongue scraper. So now the optimal tongue scraper is metal. So those are a little more expensive, but hey, if you go to Starbucks every day, then you can get your stung, you a tongue scraper. Get a tongue scraper and then just do it on an empty stomach because what happens is, again, the toxins, they are now made in that more readily available, excretable um, state. But if we just get up and then start eating and start digesting and start doing all these things before we break our fast from not eating over the night, then it'll just be reabsorbed into our body and that we don't want. So try to scrape your tongue, get the plastic one, get whatever, whatever you want you want. They like $3.99 at any store. So let me give you some more 
benefits of tongue scraping. The bad breath comes from the bacteria at the back of the tongue, which is a hard area to reach. So if you're scraping your tongue, be very gentle. Like we ain't saying rip your, rip your, um, your taste buds off. We just saying get the toxins off. And so if you can get to the very, very back, and I know half y'all will be throwing up at that point, but the good thing is you won't have anything in your body to throw up. So just be careful and just take your time to do it and show your children, show the babies how to do it early because the earlier they know all these things, give your baby a journal to start writing in. They had fun at school today. So-and-so is their best friend. Get them to know these things. If you have high blood pressure though, do not take this sea salt bath because that, that will be an issue. This is all bio-individuality based on your own body. So these things you have to test for yourself or talk to your doctor about them, but they're super basic. Also, it removes buildup from the surface of your tongue to open up the pores to allow you to taste the food flavors. When was the last time you really sat there and thought, ooh, I can taste the cumin in this or I can taste the whatever in this? It helps to do that. Scraping your tongue prevents toxins from being resorbed into the body, which we already said, and it promotes general tooth and gum health. It removes bacteria and toxins responsible for periodontal problems, plaque buildup, tooth decay, loss of teeth, and gum infections. Just on some tongue scraping. So now think about it. Did they have uh, toothbrushes in Africa? No. What did they have? They chewed on sticks. They chewed on pieces of wood. If you look at older people in pictures, they had the strongest teeth ever, the straightest and whitest teeth ever because they chewed on sticks and they probably, you know, whatever they were doing, they, they did it. And I ain't talking about Europe. Europe has some terrible teeth. I'm talking about brown people. They have, <clears throat> the, the ancestors had some really, really nice teeth. Just look at the pictures because they were taking care of their teeth. Um, and it also improves digestion. So another benefit of tongue scraping is it helps to remove um, the taste of foods that you might be craving. So think about it, if you're craving chocolate and you eat chocolate all the time at a certain time just because your mind triggers you to eat the chocolate, if you tongue scrape, you're getting that imprint and that memory of that chocolate off of your tongue. And so, or whatever food it is, and it allows you to um, not, and I have three minutes left, so I'm gonna wrap it up. It allows you to not um, want that as much because a lot of times the reason why we eat food and we do the things that we do is because we want to feel secure, we want to feel loved, we want to feel a part of something. That triggers the pleasure center in our brain and dopamine, which is a hormone, is excreted, right? So a lot of times eating the chocolate will bring us that. A lot of times eating the food we want will bring us that. But you know what also will bring us that? Holding hands with our partner or our children or giving hugs and kisses or um, having sex or talking to your best friends. Those are the things that also trigger the dopamine in your body because what you really want is to feel good. So you don't need the chocolate necessarily. Ain't nothing wrong with chocolate, but if you want chocolate, get some chocolate. But if, if it's a problem for you or any other food, scrape your tongue, <clears throat> excuse me. And that will help to remove the imprint of um, that taste. So lots of different ways to help to detox. So one, be careful of them green juices and pills because they're expensive. And once you buy them, you're gonna have to keep buying them. So just be careful, <coughs> excuse me. We're gonna go over to five again and then we're gonna wrap it up. Five ways of detox, journaling. Two, restful sleep. Three, sea salt bath. Four, exfoliation. And five, tongue scraping. It is all right there on the handy dandy guide. Just download it, it's free. You can download it and you can get your own and then you can remember it, take it, Put it on your mirror, put it on your um, kitchen refrigerator and um, let me know how it goes because I think that you'll find some benefits from it. It's super easy, teach your kids. So that's what I got today. I hope it wasn't too much, um, but you have the guide so then it can help you remember what I said. 
Um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for being here. And I will see you again in the sanctuary. You can follow me um, on social at Goddess, uh, uh, sorry, at, at Awaken and Heal. And then you can also go to WendyCherry.com and follow me there. So check me out there to follow the revolution. And I will see you next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Sanctuary. Please follow us at Awaken and Heal on Instagram and on the web at goddess-awaken.com to follow the revolution.